entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Awesome. Giant fans just can't handle the truth. But you know what? We've said it before. The truth show is you're free. This is your giant straight talk. Powered by online Big Blue LLC. Want to talk about Saquon Barkley and the franchise tag. Want to talk about tag? You're not it. Uh, it seems highly unlikely, and it wouldn't even make a lot of sense to tag Saquon Barkley. You'd be using the tag for the second year in a row. You'd be paying more than the $10.2 million you paid him last year. The tag period started yesterday, which was Tuesday, and runs through March 5th. Um, it just doesn't make sense. It does, it does not make fiscal sense where the way the Giants sit right now with the salary cap. Running back tag last year was 10.1. Tag him again. It's going to be a 20% raise, a $2 million bump, which puts it at $12 million into 2024. You're not going to pay Barkley $12 million in 2024. You're just not. I mean, I mean, honestly, you you just can't. You can't financially with this team because you're gonna you're gonna devoid the team. For all the people that are out there now that are capologists, I love how we've been doing the cap for years, but now every time I turn around, there's a new video saying, you know, you need to do this and you need to do that. You can't do this and you can't do this and you got to do this and this and this and this and they can't do this. Now, I don't know what that means, but it sounds pretty bad. It does sound pretty bad. But the people that are doing a lot of this cap cap uh, scenarios don't understand the, the intricate workings of the cap, which is why some of these things, these scenarios they create are laughable. So right now, a $12 million tag, a $12.1 million tag number for Saquon Barkley, fully guaranteed, is just not going to happen. Barkley turns 26, or he turned 26 on February 27th. You look at, you look at league history, the, the shelf life of a running back usually tails off at 27. There are, there are examples of that fountain of youth. I mean, Adrian Peterson is, you know, is, is, is the one that comes to mind. You know, uh, before he retired, you had Barry Sanders. Tiki Barber was down that trail as well, but it, it's just one of those things that you also have the Sean Alexanders in the world. I mean, you, you have this, a lot of times there's an age that running backs hit that plateau and that they're, they're, you know, their body works just tails off. So you're not going to pay $12 million for a guy who was essentially your offense the last two seasons, which no one can really deny. I know some people can deny it, but then they turn around and say, no, I never said that. <laughs> Not look. I'm not looking at any other you. I'm not looking at any other content creators in particular. Just there's some nuts that were all up on Daniel Jones, and now just they can't seem to. Uh, they just they just don't seem to know where he is. But if you don't go with Saquon, what are you gonna do? You can't go with the likes of Eric Gray. Eric Gray was is just not the guy, guys. Let's you could see it in college. You could see it the first year in the pros. I've showed the pictures of me with Eric Gray, and when I'm bigger than Eric Gray, I have concerns about he being him being our every down back. He doesn't have the acceleration. He can't get through the line. Can he catch the ball out of the backfield? Yes, he can, but he's not going to get you much yak after that. He showed in college he got pulled down from behind. He showed in the pros that he can't he can't burst through the line. Just the way it is. I mean, I, I like I said, I, I I don't make up the film. <laughs> I don't make up the film that when you watch somebody. So you're gonna have to go out and get a you're gonna have to go out and get a running back. So the first thing you're gonna think of, you know what we're gonna do? We're we're we are gonna have to mount up. We're gonna mount up and go to the draft. I don't really think there's many running backs that are are 
Would I say there are many running backs or any running backs in this draft that we take in the first round? There will, there will always be surprises. But this isn't a class that I look at right now and say, hey, you know what? This, 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 this is a this is a draft for running backs. You got the kid, you got Blake, what's his name? Blake Corum Corum, the kid out of Michigan. I think he averaged 4.8 yards uh, last year. He totaled uh what do you have, like 2,700, 2,200 yards, something like that, and 27 touchdowns, 16 receptions, 117 yards. Did he have 27 touchdowns? I don't even remember. He's got starter ability on him, yeah. A little short at 5'8", little Joe Morris-esque at 213 pounds. Is he that Is he that everyday back? I don't know. 2022, we had another good season. We had 5.9 yards at 14, over 1,400 yards and 18 touchdowns. He's not going to give you much out of the backfield, like I said, reception-wise. But also, that's not what they did a lot at Michigan. But are you going to waste a second or third-round pick? I wouldn't say it's a waste because you don't have anything, buddy, right now. You got Jonathan Brooks, the kid out of Texas. Tough inside runner. 6.1 yards a carry, 1,139 yards and 10 touchdowns. He's got a little bit. He's got some quickness. He's got some size. He's got some athleticism. He reminds me of Robinson, who came out last year. A little bit, six feet, two oh seven. Again, not a not a bruising, not a bruising back, but a guy that can potentially fill in a, a, as a back. I like Bucky Irving. First of all, I just like Bucky Irving's name. There's two players I like: Bucky Irving, and we're gonna get to the other guy in a minute. Irving though is only five ten, one ninety five. So I, I, if I extrapolate that and I use the the college math in reference to measurements. He's probably about 5'9", 180. Because <laughs> that's that's just the that's just the way it works. I mean, he's he's he was he was a force for the Ducks. Shifty guy, got the quickness, can easily get into the second level. He's got that burst of speed, averaged six point three yards last year on one thousand one hundred eighty yards and eleven touchdowns. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. That's why I like him. Fifty six catches for four hundred thirteen yards. I think only two touchdowns. But like I said, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He was over in Minnesota for his freshman year before he transferred over to Oregon. Is he a product of Bo Nix? That was a joke. Um, or, or, or is Bo Nix a product of Bucky? But like I said, he is. I think he can be an every down back. And he's a back that can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's kind of, in some regards, he has a little bit of Barkley in him. He's, got, he's a little Barkley-esque. I think Bucky, like I said, I and plus it's fuck's name, his name's Bucky. <laughs> that's that's just that's just the greatest thing right there. Your your name is Bucky. You're a football player. You also have I also like um uh Trey Benson out of Florida State. Bigger back. That's you know what? I talked about Keenan Johnson going after him. And you take a look at Troy, Trey, excuse me, why I'm calling him Trey, Troy, Trey, 6'1, 220, downhill runner. Finishes off his finishes off his runs well. Not afraid of contact. He had nine hundred over nine hundred yards and fourteen touchdowns. He was able to catch the ball a little bit too with twenty receptions for two hundred twenty seven yards and a touchdown. Became the starting running back over in um, uh, two thousand twenty two. Top notch guy. And again, like I said, he could catch the ball out of the backfield. He's got that receiving ability. If you look, if he if he goes to the combine and shows his speed, and if he goes to his pro day and shows his ability to catch the ball, 
he 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 could literally he could be a winner. He could be a winner. I also like uh, Jalen Wright out of um, where's Jalen out of Tennessee. That's right, 5'11", 210 pounds. And another guy that's got a nice burst. He's got a little bit of quickness. Again, is he predicated more towards the Tennessee offense with a seven point four of yards per carry? Over 1,013 yards and four touchdowns on only 137 carries, and he still dragged in 22 passes for 141 yards. With a good workout, with a good combine, and shows his speed, I think he's he's a guy that probably is projected in the fourth round. If he goes to the combine, shows what he can do, has a good pro day, Hell, he, he's a guy that can come up into the second round. Potentially high end of the third round. And like I said, but is is he at that every down back? No. Honestly, he is not that every he is not that every down back. Not at all. But he's a guy that you can use on third down. He's a guy that can catch ball in the backfield. He's a guy that can help open up the field. He's got like I said, he's got that shiftiness. He's got that quickness. He's got that second gear. The last one on my list that I would look at, like I said, I like the big backs. I like the dominant running backs. And what I like is guys like Carson Steele out of UCLA. Now people forget he was a big time runner on ball state back in 2022, averaging five point yards, 5.4 yard, totaling 15, uh, 1,556 yards and 14 touchdowns. Also caught 29 passes that year and a score for 166. Big back, good size. Good quickness, good downhill running ability. 6'1, 225 pounds. He's a little bit of a bruiser. Transferred over to UCLA. He went into Chip Kelly's Chip Kelly's offense. And like I said, he is he is a guy that can be a dominant runner. He had 167 carries for 847 yards, 5.1 yards a carry, six touchdowns, only caught 17 passes and went for 163 and two scores as well. But like I said, he is a guy that if you take a look at in the later rounds, I would say anywhere between five to uh, from the fifth to the fourth to the fifth round, I think he could be someone special. I don't. I, I think he could he could be one of those guys you could grab in the later part, later half of the draft, and be a replacement for Barkley. He's got the size, he's got the strength, he's got the speed. There are ways to get around replacing Barkley, but the problem is Barkley is a huge part of your offense. Barkley is that guy. That basically, you know, I always talk about Daryl Strawberry when they used to say he was the straw that stirred the drink for the 86 Mets. Technically, it was more uh, Keith Hernandez. I know Gary Carter likes to try to take, he did before he passed away, RIP. He tried to take a lot of claim for that 86 team, but the hero of that team and, and the guy that made that team go was Keith Hernandez. The rest, of, If you ever watched a special from Flushing to uh, whatever it was, it was a four-part series, I think, on 30 for 30. The whole team talked about every, that the, everything that Keith Hernandez did, he brought to that team. That's That was the most important part. But like I said, it's 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 a good – it's a – not a great draft for running back depth. It is a good draft. There are some guys that can be potential stars. There are some guys you can grab in the later half of the rounds. So like I said, you, you know, there is a way to replace Barkley, but we have to wait and see. Cause you know what? Draft baby. Yeah. How's the immortal words of Dom. It's draft baby. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of fun videos coming up, but don't forget to go to New York giants live.com. Watch and read the corresponding article about Saquon Barkley. Uh, Also tune into OBB replay radio, which is also on the website. It's a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun stuff on the website. So make sure you stay tuned. And as always, 
don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to ring that bell because you want to know why. That'd be awesome.